We've got Ryzen 7000 pricing details. YouTube wants you to buy all of your streaming services through them, and Intel can't give GPUs to the people who won them. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And in today's top story, we're going to be discussing some pricing that's come out from a Canadian retailer on the Ryzen 7000 series of CPUs. This is actually the first time that we're seeing them pop up at a mainstream retailer at PC Canada specifically. And the numbers that we're seeing here are a little bit higher than what you would expect from the current generation. But based on what we're seeing in other headlines is actually not that bad after I dug into it just a little bit. So for the pricing that we're seeing, the 7950X is $1,140. The 7900X is $777. The 7700X, that's a lot of sevens. I'm just, words are mumbling out at this point. The numbers are going. The 7700X is $614 and the 7600X is $423. Now, if you continue to read through the rest of the article, they're saying that these prices are excessive. You can see that there are actually a large increase over the current generation. The 5950X is going for 800 USD, whereas the equivalent for what they're selling it, that's 7950X is 892 USD, which is a $100 increase. The 7900X is about a $200 increase, and the 7700X is a $50 increase, and the 7600X is a $30 increase, which this would make sense. This would be a proper take if we didn't have pricing of what the 5000 series CP was selling for at the very same Canadian retailer. And you can see that there is indeed a markup even on the 5000 series. So the 7600X going for 423 Canadian dollars. Well, the 5600X is just $6 cheaper than that. The 7700X is going for $614. Well, the 5700X, that's where the difference comes in. It's $400 here. But if we take a look at the 5800X pricing, well, that's $604. So the difference is really only about $9 if you consider Ryzen 7 versus Ryzen 7. The 7900X going for $778. Well, the 5900X is going for $790. This is actually $13 more expensive. And then the 7950X going for $1,140. Well, the, the 5950X is that this one actually, this one's a lot cheaper. This is about $200 cheaper. So if you look at the actual Canadian retailer who has these chips listed, they still have them posted. It actually isn't that much more expensive than the 5000 series that they're currently already selling. The only thing to note here is that all of these chips are trade chips, which means they come without a cooler. Whereas the examples that I was giving you, such as this one, well, the 5950X doesn't come with a cooler, but like uh, this one also doesn't come with the cooler. Uh, this one also doesn't come with the cooler. Uh, this one also doesn't come with the cooler. Uh, this one comes with the cooler. That's most of the, it's, it's all comparative. If we just look at US converting the Canadian to USD and then looking at the USD pricing, yes, we could say it's more expensive, but if you do Canadian versus Canadian, well then this pricing actually seems a bit more in line. Likely that AMD might keep the prices steady across the board and just keep MSRPs flat rather than potentially hiking them up. Let me know what you think of this AMD pricing down below in the comments, but AMD wants you to know that it's going to Gamescom and it would love to see you there over in Cologne, Germany. They are returning in person after years of virtual presence. AMD announcing that yes, they will indeed 
have a presence at Gamescom, which is taking place August 24th through 29th. And some of the expectation is that they might launch the Ryzen 7000, potentially even RX 7000 series GPUs at this event. NVIDIA launched the RTX 20 series at Gamescom years ago, half a decade ago at this point. Really, was it that long ago? It's been a, it's been a hot minute. But AMD really ramping up their presence at different events. They've got SIGGRAPH, they've got Gamescom. It's happening. And what's also happening right now is crypto stonks. Let's talk about Bitcoin. It's down slightly, had a very middling Sunday. It's at $24,291, which is higher than it was for most of last week, but lower than where it was at the end of last week. Ethereum also down quite a bit to be at 1928. But Dogecoin having the inverse happen to it, it's actually up 7.7% to be at 7.9 cents. And now I want to know, Reese, are you up? Not in that way. Is your voice back? That's what I'm trying to find out. He delayed us from having his beautiful voice serenade us with UFD deals, which are the hottest tech deals out on the internet. Reese, can you serenade us today? Hey friends, Reese here. Welcome back to UFD deals. I'm feeling a little bit better now. I've got my voice back. So let me show you what deals I have for you. Here I have the newly branded Logitech for creators, Blue Yeti Nano USB microphone. This thing is a staple in the streaming world. You see it everywhere. You see it on everyone's desk setups. It's currently going up for only $69.99, which is 30% off. And if you use something like this, we won't roast you so hard in our Discord voice channels. But secondly is a deal I'm very excited about. It's the LG OLED C1 Series 4K Smart TV. This is the 48 inch version with 120 Hertz refresh rate, HDMI 2.1. Perfect if you're rocking one of those next gen consoles or you just want to be a complete baller and put it three feet in front of you on your desk. This is currently going for only $796.99, which is 47% off. This or the C2 would be my absolute premium choice of TV at the moment. But yeah, you can find all these deals and more linked in the video description. Cheers. Whatever Reese asked me, I declined to comment. I plead the fifth as some would say, which doesn't work between South African US relations, I don't think, but Tesla having relations with its customers by selling them things. Capitalism is a great metaphor for sex. Anyways, the Model 3 Long Range, which is one of their most popular vehicles, is no longer being able to be purchased until sometime next year, even though we're several months out from 2023. If you go on their website trying to purchase the Model 3 Long Range, it is no longer available. You can only purchase the Model 3 Short Range, which is 267 miles, for $47,000 or the performance for $63,000, which gets like 20 miles fewer than the long range, but has a much quicker zero to 60 time. Elon Musk warned people a little while ago that this would happen, essentially saying that their vehicles are very popular. And if the demand continues to outpace their production, which they are continuously ramping up production, their quarterly numbers continue to go up. If that continues to happen, they would shut down orders. And that's exactly what seems to have happened with that. But in case you want to order things, Disney Plus, Netflix, all of that, you might be able to do so through YouTube sometime soon because YouTube is working on a channel store for you to be able to subscribe to all of these different streaming services to make it so that it's all in one place. YouTube's been working on this for about 18 months which is odd considering the fact that you can already bundle that through YouTube TV somewhat. You can make it happen. Anyways, the pitch, according to them, is that new YouTube channel store would offer great marketing for streaming services because consumers could watch trailers of shows or free movies on YouTube and then easily pay to subscribe to the service and that YouTube would split that revenue between Google and whoever the streaming service is, which makes sense to me, at least a little bit from the business perspective, but myself as a consumer, why wouldn't I just sign up through the website? Why would I want to do it through YouTube? Is it like to like consolidate payment methods? If I'm already paying for YouTube premium, it comes out of the same bundle. 
I don't really care about that that much. Maybe I'm missing it. Maybe I'm not the target audience, but let me know if you would do that down below in the comments. And Apple's gonna do your brain in with some advertising. New reports are coming out that they are heavily developing where to stick ads in front of your face even more. We talked about in a previous episode of Hot News that they're gonna be bringing out more ads to the App Store, but now new reports are coming out that they're gonna put ads on maps. They're gonna put ads on podcasts. They're going to put ads on games. They're going to make it so that there's ads everywhere. Things like if you're searching on maps trying to find a restaurant, they're going to advertise you a different restaurant. You want to go to the local joint? No, you go to the faraway joint that's paying them a little bit more. Anyways, there's going to be cards that show ads and make it so that it's it's there's it, it's there. I, I'm not necessarily against it, although it does seem a little it's not bad, right? Like I, I accept the fact that Google has Google ads and they're advertising to me constantly. I, I mean, even there's this Enfamil ad right here. I don't need formula. That doesn't make any sense to me. But like, I already accept this. Is this really a problem? No, but on the same hand, Apple has really been trying to say that they're for privacy and they make it so that you can block tracking from dedicated apps, but then they're just going to offer it up themselves, which makes it feel like they just wanted the revenue rather than protecting their people, which of course that's what it is in capitalism. But I just, I want to be a little disappointed. Okay. Even though it, it makes so much logistical sense that they would do the capitalism. I want to be a little bummed out here that they're not doing the, 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 make me happyism and a little sadism because Hogwarts Legacy getting delayed until February 10th. It was originally supposed to come out sometime this year, but it's been delayed for PC, PlayStation and Xbox until that date. The other console not getting it until sometime in a future time. But I might be slapping in a new SSD into my PlayStation 5 when I want to play Hogwarts Legacy at 990 Pro PCI Express 5.0. That might be a good thing. It's showing up on PCI SIG. We we see the 990 Pro right here. Oh, that looks like a good consumer facing card getting added there. I'm just excited about it. I like fast SSDs. It makes me happy. You know what else makes me happy? Uh, finding out that I won something. It's always great to win a prize. I actually, I'm. I'm sure I have won prizes in the past, but never from random drawings that I can remember. It was always like a competition. Like I've, I, I'm South Africa's back-to-back -back two time amateur overclocking competition winner. Uh, best amateur overclocker in South Africa, two years running, 2016, 2017. Can't beat me. Anyways, uh, Intel giving out GPUs as the wins, winnings, prizes of the, the giveaway that they were doing for their ARC scavenger hunt winners. But they have come out and said to the people who've won them, uh, no, you're getting CPUs instead, which kind of bummer because this likely points to the fact that there are continuing issues with the Arc Alchemist launch of GPUs. If even the prize to a scavenger hunt that was directly related to their GPUs can't even be given away. But the more intriguing thing here is the price points that they're actually saying are comparable because instead of giving away the A770 GPU, which is their flagship GPU, they're going to give an i7-12700K, which is only worth $400, which could potentially mean that Intel's flagship GPU, which has 16 gigabytes of VRAM, might only cost 400 bucks, which is a dang steal. And then for the A750, which is the one Intel released all of those benchmarks for last week, 
they're gonna replace it with an i5-12600K, which could mean that GPU only costs $289. So for the people who won the prize, uh, Intel is opting them into receiving the CPU and they have to specifically opt out to continue to receive the GPU, which I'm not a fan of, but you can still get the GPU if you wanna wait for that. I think Intel just wanted to provide prizes quicklier. I want the GPU. I don't see why anybody would want to do that, but this could, this is actually a really good indication of where Intel's going to price things. So the A750, again, 289, the 580 coming in at between 200 and $250, the A380 coming in at 129. I think that's a worse value, but I mean, even just with the benchmarks that Intel showed last week, as we talked about in Friday's episode of Hot News, which you can check out right up there, they compared it to the RTX 3060, which is supposed to MSRP for 329 and retails for roughly $400 right now. Well, if this is $40 undercutting that, and maybe that's even generous, maybe they're giving more value in the CPU than they would in the GPU. Maybe it's only a $250 GPU. That's good for the current market. I appreciate. Do I wanna be there? I'd rather have it closer to the $200 mark, but considering the fact that it's $40 cheaper than the GPU that it's competing with, I, I, a little happiness, a little. I, hesitantly, skeptically anticipating that that is where I stand on Intel's GPUs and where I stand here for hot news is nowhere because I'm, I'm actually I sit down on a stool. I don't know if you know that. And so I got to Oh, the desk is raising. Oh, no. I'm going to see you next time for hot news, my friends. Bye. OK, we're back. <laughs>